0: Welcome back to another Rem and Sam. We've got a loaded show for you today. Doctor Strange came out. Of course, we had to talk about it. Of course, we had to bring the champ Quinn on to talk about it. So we've got a breakdown of Doctor Strange that we recorded earlier in the week that we will get to shortly. But off the top, we're recording this part Thursday night. You guys will be hearing this. If you're listening to it Friday when it comes out, obviously coming out Friday. But at the top here, Thursday night, just wanted to quickly react to the NBA games that just happened. We had Miami-Philly and Phoenix versus Dallas. We'll start with the first game, Miami-Philly. Miami wraps up the series. They send Philly home. They continue to be the team of just zero storylines all season long, even though... They were the one seed all year, taking care of business during the regular season, doing it when their guys, their main guys are not even really healthy for a lot of the season. Butler, Bam, missing a lot of time. They've been running offense through Harrow, seems like way too much, even though Harrow's been awesome and feels like his name should be in the conversation with the better young guards in the league, but he still feels like he's on the lower end of that, and that's your main offensive guy, and you're still the one seed. But we saw coming into the playoffs that their side of the bracket was probably not going to be that tough. They got Atlanta round one, and then they're facing the Toronto-Philly winner. And even if that's Philly and that's Embiid, that's just not a deep team. And we'll talk about the Philly storylines in a second, because trust me, there are some Philly storylines. But Philly, just not a deep team. And in a seven-game series, you just real question marks about whether or not they can hold up against the better teams in the league. Miami takes care of business against them as well. And still, in the next series, they're going to be playing Milwaukee or Boston. I'm not, I'm not going to pick Miami to beat them. I just do not think that they're on, this, on those teams' levels, even after Philly and six. But the big thing that we wanted to see and the big question mark that we had about Miami all season was when it comes down to games and you're battling against Embiid, And specifically in the next series, you're going to be against Tatum. You're going to be against Giannis. Do you have a star that can play with the level of those guys? And Butler played at that level in the series. And really, he's showed it all playoffs. He wasn't there game-to-game in the Atlanta series, but he didn't have to be. I mean, they they load manage guys, their best guys, in an elimination game. So he didn't even have to be awesome Jimmy Butler in that series. And he still showed it. And in this series, he was 27 points a game. Nobody else on the team got to 20 points a game. Carrying them offensively. Honestly, probably the best we've seen him play since Bubble Jimmy. And Bubble Jimmy, in the finals, they beat Giannis in the conference finals that year. Even though it was probably the last playoffs before Giannis. Truly ascended into now best player in the league, Giannis. But still, got the win over him there. With all that, answering the questions, taking care of business all season. Sorry Miami, just not... Not picking you against Milwaukee. Not going to pick against you against Boston, but Harrow is not. Harrow's is going to have a tough time against either of those teams. They're going to be able to throw guys at Harrow, and that's if that's your number two, I don't care if Butler's awesome and he's your number one. If Harrow's your number two in a conference finals in game seven, whew, that's just a, that's a lot to, to trust from where he's at right now. Philly. Oh, boy. James Harden. Here's the thing with Philly. Championship windows are funny things. And if we want to go back a couple years ago, and the highlights of this game have been surfacing recently with the Philly elimination, but the Kawhi Leonard shot game, Toronto Philly game seven. The shot bounces in Philly eliminated. We look at that team and go, oh, they'll be back. That team is set up for success in the future. Here we are, 2022, only a couple years removed. Most of the core pieces, except for Embiid, from that team are gone. Simmons gone, Butler gone. Butler currently eliminating Philadelphia as well on the Heat. You're stuck with James Harden instead, who in the second half of Game 6 takes two field goals, zero points. If we go back and dig into Ben Simmons game log from Game 7 of last year's playoffs against the Hawks when they were eliminated from last year's playoffs. Two field goal attempts in the second half for Ben Simmons. Three points. I tell you, it was going to take a lot of work for (laughs) for James Harden to make sure that this trade worked out worse for the 76ers when the guy you're being traded for is not even playing. Ben Simmons doesn't even log a minute on the Nets. And yes, that i mean—that hurt the Nets. They were swept by the Celtics. But J- James Harden's performance being worse in the second half than Ben Simmons' performance last year. Unbelievable. We were on the podcast, me and Sam, at the time, not fans of the trade. And here we are on the right side of history with James Harden. We said it at the time. I just... Fundamentally, this was not how you were supposed to build a team around Embiid. You have the Simmons piece, and with the level that Embiid is playing, you have to look at this as not just what can we do to win the title this year, but how do we for the next two, three years give ourselves a window with a guy who was an MVP-level player this year, pound for pound, toe for toe with Jokic every step of the way. If I had a vote, I would have put it for Embiid over Jokic this year. I just would have. He was on that level. You have to give yourself two to three years to win an NBA championship with this guy. And I know there's questions about whether or not with his health of two to three years is realistic at this level, but you have to at least think that way. With Harden, you just clo- you close that window quicker. I mean, we had questions this year and now we're looking at, they're going to need to give him a max contract extension, which... You know, the conversations around that are going to be insane on whether or not they should give it to him. What will they do? If they don't, where else is James Harden going to get the max at? What's, what are his options looking like? But James Harden, James Harden is of Russell Westbrook value right now, where even if you put the contract aside and just go, with the way he's playing and what he brings to a team, we're not bringing that in. And what he demands as someone who thinks of themselves as a star player We don't want that on our team. And then we have to pay him how much on top of that? So the Harden stuff could not have gone any worse for Philly. We said they should have used the Simmons asset to bring more pieces back and build a deeper team around Embiid and model your team in that Hakeem Olajuwon Rockets role where you have defense and shot makers around him. And yeah, maybe there's no Kobe and Shaq, Penny and Shaq, Wade and Shaq. Shaq always needing that dominant two guard next to him but whatever modern day vernon maxwell clyde drexler at his point of his career whatever that is try to assemble that just would have preferred that instead of the let's go in on the top 20 guy and harden is clearly not even a top 20 guy but just in theory let's go in on him and just to me more pieces and more bodies in depth would have been better than anything that Harden gave him this year. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with the contract. I feel bad for Embiid and set. Again, championship windows are crazy. You never know when they'll open and when they'll close. And who knows what, who knows what Embiid's prospects of winning a championship in Philly looks like, especially in the new future, because this team is uh, not in great shape. Not in great shape. Embiid didn't have. If you just look at his numbers. For the playoffs, 23 points a game, 10 rebounds, 48-29 field goal, three-point shooting percentage splits. So not like the greatest NB playoff performance, but I just thought watching him, there are plays where you just see him do stuff with footwork and how he moves and the buckets that he's capable of getting. And It was just an incredibly fun season for NB, man. I wish he would have won MVP. I understand that Jokic is a great player and had – An all-time historic season and what he does for that offense, especially without their top two guys, is just nuts. And how that team was even a six seed in the playoffs, I wonder. And again, with the health, you just never know what kind of level this guy is going to be at from a season-to-season basis. I'm not saying he's not going to be back to being a great player, but you can just never take for granted the peak seasons that these guys have, especially when they're big guys like Embiid. You just never can, so... It was an awesome season for him. I enjoyed every second of watching him. I'm sorry to Embiid that they ended up with Harden. That was your guy, but hopefully they get it fixed. Hopefully Maxi turns into something good. Maybe the silver lining to all this is Harden just turns Maxi into a superstar two guard. And they're able to salvage some pieces for Harden and maybe get something for Harris. I don't know, but hopefully they get that figured out. Second game of the evening Phoenix versus Dallas when this series started I really really wanted to pick Dallas and seven but then you go okay game seven is going to be in Phoenix Phoenix is a 60 win team they're probably going to pull off game seven the booker the Paul combo at the end of the fourth quarters it's just been too good all year in a close game in Phoenix I just don't see how Dallas does it in in a game seven and well here we are Dallas just blew out Phoenix tonight, and now we're staring down the barrel of a Game 7, which is almost making me take back everything I just said and everything I thought before the series started with the way Luka has been playing. And if you look at the blueprint that the Pelicans laid out for the Mavs in the first round against Phoenix, Luka in the Ingram spot, I mean, that's an upgrade and a half. We're talking about an all-time offensive player versus a really, really good offensive player, but an all-time offensive player. In Ingram, all series against Phoenix was able to get to any spot he wanted to on the court, so you know you know, Luka's going to be able to do that. So then you're looking at the Brunson-McCollum spot. And coming out of the Utah series, I mean, it seems like Brunson should have been able to give you what McCollum has, but he struggled against Phoenix in the regular season, struggled against Phoenix in the early playoff games, but they've gotten... Gotten enough from him where it's like, okay, yeah, I mean, he's, he's offensively at least another guy can, that can get to any spot he wants to on the floor. And then you have the role guys playing with Luka are going to be better than the role guys on the Pelicans just by default to playing with Luka and the gravity that he has and, honestly, just how their offense works where he's kicking it out and Klebe is going to be wide open from three. Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, all those guys are shooting – really well from three. The only two guys that aren't are Brunson and Doncic for the series. And defensively tonight with the way they were blitzing Devin Booker on pick and rolls and the way they were guarding CP3, pretty simple, but it seems like they just kind of went out and said, hey, when he comes off that screen and he wants to get to the little elbow spots in the free throw line and hit a mid rage jumper, hey, Kleba, just, just be there. Just be standing on the free throw line, be standing on the elbow, take away those spots. And all of a sudden, game seven, Dallas has by far the best player in the series. Uh, number two that can hold his own. Enroll guys that don't look overwhelmed by the rest of the Phoenix roster, which is really the surprising part because in the regular season, Phoenix was definitely overwhelming Dallas in those regular season matchups. So looking ahead to that, game seven, some of the storylines. If Luka pulls this off, all of a sudden, we're talking about him being in that 07 LeBron territory. And this team is good, probably way better than that 07 Cavs team. And Sam Sam always loves to shout out Bill Simmons of the Ringer, so we'll do it. Bill Simmons of the Ringer compared this Dallas team to sort of those Houston James Rockets teams and how they're modeled, which are clearly better than those 07 Cavs teams. But this Phoenix team in the regular season was an absolute force. 60-win team, I believe, what, 17th all-time in wins for regular season. I mean, one of the great regular season teams, one of the great clutch teams. And to be in a Game 7 with Dallas against Luka, who is now second in playoff points per game, just an all-time phenomenal playoff scorer. I would just be way more nervous than I thought I would be going into the series. Especially since Dallas kind of seems like maybe they're, maybe they're peaking right now. In Phoenix, you know, they were able to get out of the Pelican series in six, but Chris Paul had some games in that series where guys got into his head, he turned the ball over, he didn't play well. And now we're in Dallas, a second series, a second team, And he's had games where guys have gotten to his head. He hasn't played well. He's turned the ball over. He's fouled out early. Just time and time again throughout these playoffs, un-Chris Paul-like performances. So the Chris Paul legacy stuff is obviously another major storyline going into this Game 7. And I don't want to be the guy with the platform being like, hey, what kind of Chris Paul are we going to get for Game 7 at home? after having an all-time season. But just go through the box scores of these playoffs and past playoffs for Chris Paul and look at the turnover numbers and watch him shoot the ball two times a half. And you may ask yourself, what kind of Chris Paul are we going to get for Game 7? I'm not saying I'm doing it. I'm just saying if you wanted to take the time and do the research, you may, you may be the one doing it. So Chris Paul, legacy storylines. And just the Suns in general being this all-time regular season team and then not even getting to the conference finals. I mean, '07 LeBron beat that Pistons team. This would be like if he did it in '06 when the Pistons teams won 60 games. And it, this would have been like if that season had happened the season before. And the Pistons team that ended up winning the finals was the team he knocked out. Because Phoenix, going into the playoffs, I, hands down, Phoenix, Milwaukee would have been my pick. But, I mean, here we are. And set it in the Pelican series. But Game 7 at your home court is not a bad place to be, especially as a 60-win regular team. With Chris Paul and Devin Booker and a Defensive Player of the Year candidate. So it becomes all-time historic team versus potentially all-time historic young player. And Game 7 really has the potential to be a real turning point game in the NBA, at least for the next couple years. Because, I mean, this Phoenix team, this is their window right now. If they don't make it a run, a deeper run than the second round of the playoffs this year, what does the future look like for them? If Luca's able to pull this off and now all of a sudden he's ascended to this level where if he wins this game it's like okay, Durant, LeBron some of the guys with more legacy than Luca, then maybe he elevates into that level. He elevates above those guys if he pulls this off and we're talking about him as best player in the league. So there's just a lot of potential storylines to look out for Phoenix-Dallas Game 7. If you're If you're listening to this Friday when it comes out, Boston-Milwaukee will be tonight. Game 6, followed by Game 6, Golden State-Memphis. We will be back with Sam next week to do more deep dive playoff stuff. So that's what we got for tonight's games. And we will get into the Doctor Strange review. We're back. We're recording this portion of the episode on Tuesday night. Doc Strange came out, Multiverse of Madness. We went and saw it. We went and saw it opening night, of course. Our streak continues. I don't know what our streak yes. is at at this point. But it, I mean, it dates back, it dates back even into Phase 3, I think.
1: Yeah, I know it dates back at least to 2020.
0: It's Endgame for sure, right? No, we didn't, we didn't go we see saw- it. Endgame opening night, did we? I don't think we did, but we seen all the we saw Spider Man and then all the phase all the phase four ones together. Including the one that just came out, like we said. Doc Strange. Yes. Probably the biggest probably the biggest thing we've covered so far.
1: Yeah, I would say so, because otherwise it would have been did we cover we didn't cover far from home, did we?
0: I mean, could you could you make the case that this movie was a bigger movie than far from home maybe not from a pop culture standpoint where spider-man spider-man's huge like Spider-Man's spider-man spider-man is a than dr strange yeah. yeah
1: he's triumphant over every superhero but it, i think as far as like where the mcu is standing yeah it's definitely a bigger movie i mean finally like getting to explore the multiverse this is just kind of like like, Far From Home was just kind of, like, confirmation that, like, the multiverse was real, but everything still occurred on Earth 616 that we find out. But and Loki you know, had already
0: taken place at that point, so we knew the multiverse. Yes, we did know the open. multiverse.
1: Yeah, but this, this movie just kind of, like, takes us into it. Like, we actually get to, like, experience the multiverse, I guess. Like, you know, see the different
0: See how it works. Yeah, like we kind actually, of the effects of it.
1: Yeah, like it's kind of like finally like time that we like see it on screen instead of just kind of hearing people talk about how it works. Because it's like, you know, like as far as like people go, you're gonna get different perceptions of what people like are saying until you know you actually like see it. Then you can actually like know how the multiverse is really like set up. Um. Because it's just, you know, nothing that they've really covered before. And, um, you know, we, we were just starting to wrap our heads around, like, the MCU's form of time travel and the quantum realm. And now we're bringing in the multiverse and the multiverse cracking and stuff. So, yeah, it was nice to be able to, like, actually get on that level and, like, see it first for, for a change.
0: Spoiler warning, of course. We're talking yes. about the movie. So if you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it by this point, because we're not even doing like an instant reaction. We're letting, giving you a chance to watch it, a chance to digest it, maybe even rewatch it.
1: Yeah, it's been so what, it's, five it's, days. since It's, it's been, been almost
0: a week. So spoiler, yeah. spoiler warning. We're not going to re recap the whole movie just because that's going to take too long. So go yes. watch the movie. Know what's going on. Come back. Just off watch
1: WandaVision, uh, WandaVision and What If Doctor Strange won as well. And that's really, I mean, you know, Infinity War and Endgame as well. But those are that's really what you need to kind of see to be fully informed. I mean, you could the movie, you know, in itself sets it up well enough that it's like if you don't see if you don't see or watch the Disney Plus shows you'll still get the gist of what's going on. You'll just kind of, you know, get a bit of like a deeper understanding or like a deeper, like, yeah, like um, if you watch those beforehand. So we
0: we had conversations going into the movie, just what the best case scenario for the movie was, what the worst case scenario is. Just to start off in general, overall thoughts, what was your best case scenario, your worst case scenario, and just where in general did this movie kind of fall on that scale?
1: You know, just kind of from what I heard, this movie was, you know, supposed to be, you know, the MCU's take on, you know, they're finally, you know, taking like a horror movie type of approach in a way and like adding some of those elements in. Um, And so like hearing that, obviously me being like a big horror fan, I was like extremely excited. to just kind of see it um obviously like nightmare was supposed to be the villain initially and so that would have been obviously like very creepy and I think you know them them changing that up and the way the way and direction they took it was was actually really really good like I I don't know like what I was expecting but I was not expecting you know the kind of uh scenes that that uh showed up that was kind of that the ones that made me go like oh like that was like kind of scary but I would say like I came out of the movie like I did not feel disappointed I was actually like very like happy with it I think they did a I think they did a good job I like the way they like they handled it um and it wasn't like a super long movie either I mean you know just over two hours. And, you know, trying to introduce this new character of America Chavez and also introduce the concept of the multiverse, obviously the Illuminati as well, packing that all into two hours. I feel like they did a really, really good job with it.
0: You said you were not disappointed, which is which is good considering the expectations that this movie had. I mean, we we said in the beginning, this is maybe the biggest movie the most anticipated, just like what the possibilities of the movie were. Yeah. The expectations were insanely high. So to come away not disappointed is a win. I will yes. get, we'll, we'll definitely over the course of this getting to whether or not it lived up to the expectations. But I agree. It was not disappointing.
1: It was not at all. Yes. I really did like it. I was, um, yeah, like I was, I was happy with the way they approached it. I will say, though, you know, personally, I will argue with the claim that was made that um, Multiverse of Madness is, you know, more surprising or more shocking than Endgame and No Way Home combined. I mean, I would say I was surprised, but like it wasn't like when i heard that i had you know higher expectations for the you know cameos and surprises that you know we were going to see um that is like the that is like the one thing that it it lowballed a little bit on the cameo i mean i i understand like you know packing a lot of it in but it's just you know even just kind of like brief glimpses like you know you you see him flying through all these like um earths you know in the multiverse and even just for like brief seconds you could show something else like very brief glimpses i mean it's um
0: you mentioned all uh, the cameos i actually before the movie came out made a list of all the potential people that could be in the movie a lot of them teased already in trailers and stuff so right like for example like captain carter for example you know
1: Right. Rumored, that but was... also
0: like confirmed. We saw a shield.
1: TV so spot. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But also I went in and scoured the internet to see what the people were thinking. Just get an opinion. So I made a big list. We'll go through that list. That's kind of how we'll dig into the movie a little bit, but just a couple more things to hit before we get into the movie. We go through the trailers like a lot more than some people might. Oh yeah. And we're into the Easter egg stuff and trying to figure out what the movie is going to be about. I want to re- I want to read to you what IMDb has on here as the summary for the movie okay. because there was a lot of theories about what the movie could be and the way the trailers presented it. I just want to read to you what the IMDb summary is. It says Doctor Strange casts a, casts a forbidden spell that opens the doorway to the multiverse including alternate versions of himself whose threat to humanity is too great. For the combined forces of Strange, Wand, Strange, Wong, and Wanda Maximoff. That's not the movie that we got, but it is similar to the movie that was teased in the trailers for sure. Yeah, and similar to the movie that a lot of people were theorizing we were going to get. Yeah, and not that, not that, just not that the movie was disappointing, but just in general, what movie, what type of movie did you think we were going to get? Because I'm going to be honest, I did not expect it to be such a contained Doctor Strange story.
1: Yeah. But anyways, um,
0: what what uh, what did you think we were getting?
1: Yeah, I thought I thought you know we were kind of looking more into like a superhero team up movie. Um, you I know, mean that's Wan- what it says
0: here. It says yeah. the combined forces of the three of them, and they're right. Wanda is facing some other threat.
1: It said it said Doctor Strange, Wanda Maximoff, and Wong. So, America Chavez isn't even like mentioned. I that that's kind of what I'm curious about. So, like, in this case, in that case, like, Doctor Strange is the one that is like the da- the actual danger to the multiverse instead of America Chavez. That's uh, that's interesting. Um,
0: but even in the trailers, like, America Chavez is in them, but she yeah. does, she's just the in them. That's it.
1: Yeah, she's kind of standing there. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, Yeah, I was kind of expecting, you know, like the combined like magic forces of Wanda and Doctor Strange. I don't know, you know, where they're going with it. Um, Obviously, I think in the second trailer it was, I just kept noticing, you know, how often they would say like, you know, like dreams, they're talking about dreams and then they would always say nightmare. So I was just kind of thinking that, you know, they were going to bring Nightmare in as the villain, um, it still, I guess, works, you know, with the fact that um, dreamwalking is a big element in the movie. But yeah, I was I was kind of expecting, like, I don't know what I was expecting, but I was expecting kind of more of, like, Wanda and Doctor Strange together fighting more of a combined force, like, throughout the multiverse but I also like I just kind of know that I was kind of going into this movie like with like the most amount of theories but also like the least amount of theories like I was just kind of going in just because I'm like I mean you know Doctor Strange is a master of the mystic arts you know there's going to be a lot of like whack stuff that's going to happen I mean just like the first movie the first movie was more like trippy but this movie, I mean, it's, it already is like stated in the title. It's the multiverse. I just kind of was going in thinking, you know, anything can happen. So I did not know like infinite possibilities, infinite possibilities. And they did not reveal like too much in the trailers. I mean, they revealed more about like the cameos than they did about the plot. I think. So I feel like I went in like relatively unprepared for, you know, what was going to like go down just because, I was like, I feel like they did a very good job of like promoting the movie without giving away like key details or anything like that.
0: Because I definitely agree. I had the sort of, they were going to be teaming up. You know, there was another villain out there. I was definitely in that line of thinking about I what, mean, the yeah, mo- like Wanda's what the movie you know, was gonna an be Avenger.
1: they fought yeah. like Thanos together so it makes sense
0: right right away when they start the movie and they show the first the first strange was that Defender Strange
1: Defender Strange at the
0: beginning yes. him and America Chavez are there it was like okay this is definitely a Doctor Strange story there's this guy is not they're not bringing him in in some big multiversal thing they're just showing him they're laying him out there yeah there's other Doc Strange it's Very obvious, it was a contained Doctor Strange story, which I got to say, I'm actually kind of glad they did that and just actually just made like a superhero story about Doctor Strange because we kind of just got the big team-up movie. We got Spider-Man. Yeah. The three Spider-Mans on screen.
1: And Doctor Strange.
0: I'm glad they just kind of did a real solo movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they really did keep it Doctor Strange. And I mean, like... Even America Chavez really wasn't, like, that big of a character, minus the fact that, you know, she was, you know, the, the goal, the villain's goal, but she still didn't, like, do much.
0: Yeah, her character does not do a lot of heavy lifting in the movie, that's for sure.
1: No, how, does the, really.
0: uh, how does the movie hold up as a horror movie for you? Because Marvel's, I mean, Marvel's not going to make a conjuring movie
1: yeah no um but I would they're say gonna definitely. they're gonna bring in
0: pieces of it and they're yeah. gonna do things that they do in horror movies and they're gonna scare you a little bit and they're gonna do some gross stuff and it was in this yeah. movie
1: they did so they you're the horror, horror movie jumps. guy how did it go they did have some jumps i would say that that movie like under like the listing of movies it would definitely be like an action thriller um it's definitely along the lines of a thriller just certain scary elements um obviously revealed in the trailers patrick stewart's professor x is in the movie um there is a certain scene with him that is like you know within the mind that there is just a jump scare which i was i i personally was not expecting i know i was thinking you know like you know professor x is like the master of like the mind so i was you know expecting him to destroy but yeah that that was kind of scary obviously there was kind of like a um you don't see in many like marvel movies like a creepy like chase scene like especially like in the case that um wanda was like limping after them uh they had kind of like they gave her like um, a look from Carrie, which I know you probably haven't seen, but they uh,
0: I know what you're talking about though.
1: Yeah, they dumped pig's blood on yeah. her. Uh, and so yeah, Wanda had like the like oil and blood from the Ultron bots. She did. Her. She
0: had the the oil. The Ultron yeah. bots, not blood, but it was their blood. Their robots. They.
1: They uh, my mom just saw it today. Just random fact, and she actually was thinking that there was some blood mixed in with the oil as well, just because when you see that Wanda later, there was like a cut on her forehead. Which I yeah, mean, I, I mean that's fair. It, some of, of some sense, of yeah, Captain oil. Carter's
0: blood could have splattered on her.
1: Probably, but yeah, I think I think it does. Like it, I think it holds up to the claims of you know mcu's first horror movie for sure i mean i wouldn't you know put it under the like exact like i wouldn't say it's a horror movie but it's definitely got some of those elements um but yeah
0: hearing that when you heard marvel was doing a horror movie yes and then this is the product like this 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 works as as marvel horror
1: oh yeah for sure i would also you know go as far to say that this is the most brutal marvel movie for sure um a lot of and, gruesome kills. Yeah, and I enjoyed it. Like I, I really did. Like I, I liked that like type of direction. As long as you know they pick their characters right and they do it. Like if they did, uh, like a horror movie type of thing with Blade or something like that, I think that would be really, really cool. But you know, not with that would be the other
0: hand. logical one to do it with yeah. if they were going to go that route again.
1: Yeah, it would. I mean, if they were going to do it again, that I could see them doing it with Doctor Strange 3. Um, just because you know they might go into like the dark dimension again, something like that. I don't know. I can um, also
0: see them doing something just like totally different though. They did trippy in the first one, scary in the second one. Maybe they're just like Doctor Strange is it's the multiverse, he's
1: in different Doctor places Strange all the time. Is, you know, their uh, their time to experiment, yeah. So Dr. Strange 3 is a rom-com. A rom-com? No rom-com, Dr. Strange. I mean, that's from Because the, now
0: they brought Charlize they brought, Theron
1: in. Yeah, they brought Clea in, which uh, is supposedly Dr. Strange's future wife. So it could be a rom-com. But maybe when she's in, now all of a sudden
0: Rachel McAdams is like, wait a second, this guy's getting looks from the other ladies? Yeah, now I dig him. Like, I know I'm already taken, but seeing this guy with other people is not the best thing for me right now.
1: Yeah. And then America Chavez also has this triangle going on. And then America Chavez has access to the multiverse. And, you know, he had he had some chemistry with that other Christine going as well. Like. Two Christine's after Doctor Strange. Maybe that's the movie. Maybe Christine is the villain of the movie. It's just a thousand Doctor Strange crazy Christine's.
0: Wong Wong would be a perfect rom-com sidekick.
1: He really would. He's like that perfect like comedy type guy where he, like Dr. Strange comes to him and he's like, you know, this is what happened and Wong's like, how would you mess this up again? Something Benedict, like that.
0: Benedict Cumberbatch could definitely be charming enough for this. Oh, 100%. Him and Rachel
1: McAdams, a Marvel Damn. rom-com?
0: You're onto something. I think it's gonna be I think it would be
1: really good. Yeah. Could be interesting.
0: We've seen Doctor Strange now in a multitude a multitude of different people have had a chance to work with Doctor Strange.
1: Yes. Scott,
0: Scott Derrickson obviously got him first with the first Doctor Strange. He's briefly in Ragnarok. I don't know if you want to count that, but we, I also, would see count him, it. we also see him for lo- long chunks in Infinity War. Yeah. Again, briefly in Endgame. Big part of No Way Home. So uh, Spider-Man direct. Was that the first Spider-Man director did that did No uh, no Way Home? Was that John Watts? I don't know. Whoever did the third Spider-Man, shout out. Was it not Sam Raimi? Work. I don't think Sam Raimi did not do uh, the third Spider-Man, the new third Spider-Man. Oh, yeah.
1: but yeah, He I guess did so. do
0: the new Doctor Strange, so he has also yes. worked with Doctor Strange. Who has done the best with Doctor Strange so far? When it just comes to any of these Marvel characters, I actually really do like the first one. But yeah. anybody, anybody that the Russo brothers touch is going to be gold. Yes. So, I mean, in Infinity War, he's awesome. And him and Tony and their chemistry was, is really good. So, yeah, I would lean the Infinity of, War one.
1: That's, that's just because I brothers was going to go. Yeah, that's where I was kind of going to go with it. I really liked his interactions with Tony. Um, and it just kind of carries over to like Endgame. I also really like um, just kind of the way like Doctor Strange and Iron Man, you know, both take take a turns fighting thanos and you know drop two of the coolest fights in the movie um and then you you can also just kind of see like the moment that uh dr strange you know realizes that iron man is like the key to saving everyone um and you just kind of see like his respect for tony like grow immediately there um so i really did like that like their interaction i think Afterwards, it would be Thor just because, you know, Thor is so funny with everyone. And I felt like their interaction was really funny together. I guess we can
0: just go ahead and pivot into all of the characters now. But just Doctor Strange 1 versus Doctor Strange 2. Because the director for Doctor Strange 1 was lined up to do Doctor Strange 2. Ended up dropping out of the process due to some creative differences, is how they're summarizing it. Raimi takes over. It's ultimately Raimi's project. It's Raimi versus Derrickson, Strange 1, Strange 2. I think I would actually lean Strange 1. I really love that movie. That's one of my all-time favorite Marvel movies. It's really easily rewatchable. It's just tight. It's concise. It knows what it's doing all the way through. It's got some of the best scenes. The scene with him and the Ancient One on her death, is one yeah. of the best, one of the best MCU scenes. It's really short, but it's one of the best ones. It's just a great movie. I would, I would lean the first one. It's close, but it, between Strange One, Strange Two, where would you go?
1: I go Strange Two, um, especially just kind of like with the horror elements. Love those. Um, it's I, fun. I it's like, a totally
0: unique one. I can, I it's
1: yeah, totally it's unique. Totally Marvel unique, movie. and it's also just like I liked, but like it was also really a lot more fast paced than Doctor Strange One. I mean, Doctor Strange 1, you know, it's the origin story. Like, they got to slow it down a bit um, before they can actually get into the action. This movie really kind of is just showing, like, Doctor Strange, like, more unleashed. Like, you see, like, his actual, like, power, his capabilities. Um, it really, like, shows off, like, actual Doctor Strange over Stephen Strange, Um so, yeah, I, I would definitely lean towards the second. I think the first movie probably had better, like, characters. I liked, like, the, the like, villain and stuff better, I guess. Um, but it's just so easy to lean towards the second one because the villain is Wanda. And it's like, you also kind of have to have favoritism towards her. You understand her perspective a little bit. And also, yeah, like Wanda's been with us since Age of Ultron, which is, what, 2015? Age of Some, Ultron, 2014, yeah. 2015, in that range. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in there. So like seven, eight years that she's been in these movies. So like, you you know, like, you also go back toward, to that. Um, But yeah, I lean Doctor Strange, too.
0: So I've got my list here. Again, every character both teased in the trailers or even just rumored. Yes. I wanted to, a, total, a totally complete list just to see what people were thinking. But there's all the Doctor Strange variants. You know, you got the Evil Strange, Supreme Strange, Defender Strange, Zombie Strange. Yes. Tie in, there's some what-if characters teased here. So mm-hmm. Zombie Strange, uh, we saw Captain Carter's shield had her down, she was another one. yes. That's that's something that could have been potentially really tricky for them to do because it's an animated show and you go, how are you going to tie in and make an animated show relevant in this like real life movie? How's that crossover going to work? I know when they were flying through the multiverse, there was like one of the worlds that opened up was an animated world. So it's all there. And it's not animated worlds, not even the craziest world that exists. There's like a like a paint Paint
1: world, trippy
0: red music video world, I think is what they call that one. Pretty much. But that's something that could have been really tricky to
1: pull off. And they, I actually, I think they did it really well. They did do it really well. I only had one too much. I only had, you know, one problem with Captain Carter. That's it. And it's, you know, you can't just have her show up and say, I can do this all day. I mean, you're a Captain America fan.
0: That's our boy Steve's line.
1: That's our boy Steve, bro, like I and like I'm not being sexist or anything. Like I would be just as mad as if Sam said it. Like Sam's thing is on your left.
0: That's true. Sam has never said.
1: I can do this, can all, do day. this all day. No, do you think he will?
0: I bet they'd copy that for the fourth Winter Soldier or the fourth Captain America. That movie that they're going to do with him.
1: I really hope not. I really, I really hope that they. They kind of have him like maybe say something like it, but have his own kind of twist on it, especially since, you know, that's kind of like how the character is. I mean, he looks like Captain America, but like he has his own like twist on it. You know, he doesn't have the serum. His suit's completely different. He's got the jetpack wingsuit type thing. Um, So, yeah, I would I would be just as mad if he said it, though. I mean, that's that's Steve's thing. And you know what? She got what she deserved. Uh I think anyone who says I can do this all, I can do this all day and it's not Steve Rogers should now get cut in half with their own shield. Um
0: brutal.
1: Extremely. Extremely. Another uh,
0: another Illuminati member. Maybe not the big one quite yet. Captain Marvel, we saw her on the Illuminati. A lot of people that was that person in the trailers that ended up being Captain Marvel was a very controversial person
1: that was trying very to wildly decipher wildly speculated, character. wildly
0: speculated, very character on what that could be, but it ends up being Captain Marvel. It is not any like, say, Iron Lad, Kang variant potential there. Maybe yes. we'll talk about him in a second.
1: It's not superior Iron Man.
0: Not superior Iron Man. That's another one we had written down. Tom Cruise, Iron Man appearance. No Tom Cruise, Iron Man.
1: I would have much rather had either. I mean, I'm fine with like the Captain Marvel appearance. I thought that was really, really cool, but I would have rather, not I guess rather, but I would have liked to have seen the other two as well. Like along with the Captain Marvel variant, especially since she didn't do anything. Some of
0: these aren't like super important. There's the big eye character. We got then died right away. Yeah. And another one of the brutal deaths. The spear right into the giant eyeball. Spear into the giant all eyeball. The, all the veins and whatever is connected to an eye, it was all yeah. all gone. Yeah. Professor X. Professor. X, big deal.
1: Professor X did show up. Patrick Stewart. He's during Professor the Super X. Bowl. He is. He showed up. And uh I mean, he played his artist.
0: How did that go? Because Professor X is around. That means there's potentially other mutants around.
1: I would believe so. I would kind of think that, you know, if Professor X was around uh, in this unit, in at least on that Earth, there weren't any mutants. You know, maybe the Ultron bots, like, wiped out most of the mutants or something like that. I don't know. But obviously, I feel like, you know... I feel like, you know, Beast on the from the uh, X-Men is really smart. I feel like he would have kind of been on the Illuminati, like the council, um, if he was. So, there, I feel like maybe there are. I don't know. I, I don't know. I can, like, contradict my own statement because, like, I also, like, think, like, people like um, Wolverine and Cyclops and whatnot would definitely not be a part of the council. So, it's like, or uh, part of the Illuminati, I mean. So, it's like, there, I mean, there could be. It's the multiverse. Like, I mean, they're definitely going towards, like, introducing that type of thing, so. That could have been an
0: introduction for Mutant, so it ultimately was not. It was, it was a not. cameo more so than an introduction. Is, is that okay? Because we'll pivot to the next big Illuminati cameo. I saw yes. I saw how you reacted when he showed up. The man teleports in with his great technology because he's one of the smartest human human beings on the planet. It's Reed Richards of the Fantastic Four.
1: It is Mister Fantastic, and it is John Krasinski as Mister Fantastic. That was just wild as the internet
0: me. prophesied.
1: Just at, yes, and I mean, his suit looked exactly like some fan arts I've actually seen. Um, he had the beard, which was perfect. Uh, you know the short amount of screen time that he had was amazing. I thought I thought he did awesome. I was I was very very excited when he showed up. Um, I didn't expect it. I but I like had like speculated it at some points. You know I just like I said i I went in with a very open mind, so I wasn't like kind of sure. But yeah, that was that was kind of one of the last things I was that that I was expecting.
0: Now that, now that Professor X and Mr. Fantastic are both on the table, like we said, maybe not an introduction, maybe just a cameo. If, however, this was the introduction to Mr. Fantastic, ultimately, if this was the introduction to Professor X and they got mutants, is this how, would we, is this how they were supposed to do it?
1: I think I think it was the right way. I mean, they did it all at once. Um, Obviously, you haven't brought up this name yet. But uh, the last member of the Illuminati that um, I did not expect at all was Black Bolt.
0: He was down. I read I read some stuff. People were theorizing. So I put him down.
1: Yep. Uh, He was, you know. Part of the council as well. I thought it was really, really cool. Um, they showed like his powers as well. I thought that was I thought that was really cool. But in this case, I mean, they did it all at once. They got the fan- they got the smartest member of the Fantastic Four. It works. The Illuminati is existent on one Earth, so now Doctor Strange knows about it. He could make one on the regular on Earth six one six. There are definitely other Illuminatis in other like multiverses. But they brought in the Fantastic Four, the Mutants, and the Inhumans all at once, and they did it in a very, very good way because I didn't feel overwhelmed about it. They mentioned that re that Reed had they mentioned that he uh had a wife and a son, I think it was, or a kid, which subtly hints at um, Invisible Woman
0: and Franklin so, Richards and the daughter as well.
1: Yes. So they hinted at that, and then they didn't really, like, discuss mutants or the Inhumans at all. They just kind of said, like, you know, these guys are on the council. And I really did like that. I also, you know, read this theory, or I heard this theory, I don't remember where, but it was that since Scarlet Witch killed Reed Richards, it'll, like, cause, cause something to do with Kang, because Iron Lad is, like, a descendant of Reed Richards, I I don't remember exactly what it was but I think like him dying could like bring like f- maybe prevent Iron Lad from happening which is what stops like Kang I don't know.
0: And this this uh Mr. Fantastic and this Professor Professor X would obviously not be the ones going forward because Scarlet Witch wiped them all out. They're all dead. Yes, But the multiverse dead. is open now. There's infinite Variants of these guys, they can just bring another one in, wipe yeah. it all away. But is this is this what we do? We really want Mister Fantastic pulled apart, like into noodles, and then his brain popped by Scarlet Witch as the first time we see him. You know, can can John Krasinski, who is the guy that was number one on people's lists. Actually here, I'll ask the question and then we'll take a quick, quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk about Mr. Fantastic. We also still have to hit Scarlet Witch. We have to break her down. This is her final chapter in her story. And then maybe one other character who was not in the movie, maybe just as important to the MCU as a whole as everybody else here. So, We'll take a break. We'll be back. We'll finish talking about Dr. Strange. Okay, coming back. We're talking about Mr. Fantastic with Eric Cartman from South Park. Eric, how'd you feel about John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic? I know you really, you really wanted him to be Mr. Fantastic. You've seen the fan art. You follow all the pages on, on Instagram that would have that. You really, you've been bugging me. All the time saying how much you want John Krasinski to be Mister Fantastic. You got it in this movie, finally, Eric. How how was it? How'd you feel?
1: Oh, he was fantastic.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Eric. Coming. Okay, we're back with the champ, Quinn. Champ, did you just did you just dream walk into Eric Cartman for a second? What just happened? Honestly, he was in my room. I don't know. He's, he's there right now. No, he just left.
1: He honestly came in, stole half my food, and left.
0: Well, it's good having Eric on the, on the pod. Eric, come back with us sometime. We're talking about Mr. Fantastic. After the events of this movie, John Krasinski, like we were saying, he's the big guy that everybody wants to play Mr. Fantastic. Yes. His brain gets popped by the Scarlet Witch. He's dead. They'd have to bring in a variant yep. to have him in the MCU again. Can he play Mr. Fantastic after what took place in the Doctor Strange movie?
1: I think that he's a better candidate than anyone. Um, I think, you know, definitely a brutal introduction to the MCU, but this isn't, I mean, it wasn't a Fantastic Four movie. Like.
0: In your mind, the not, casting's just too perfect. It just has to it stay is, that way. It's,
1: yeah, it's too perfect. Um, and also like, you know, you're not, it's not like he died in you know the first Fantastic Four movie or anything. Like he died in a Doctor Strange movie on a different planet. I mean, he's had his he's had a, a clearly a pretty good run. They killed Thanos on that planet, and I mean, he was a part of that. That's fair. It's not the Earth six one six Doctor Strange. Yeah, or, it uh, wasn't. Earth
0: one six one six Reed Richards.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. So I think. I think that he definitely should still be playing Mister Fantastic. I think, yeah, the casting is too perfect, just for for them to let that one for that for them to let that one slip and just have him play Mister Fantastic for five minutes total, and then just kind of bow out of the MCU. I don't, I don't think that that's where they go with it.
0: And you like the way you liked his performance doing it. He I was did. What you thought Reed Richards would be.
1: I would say so. Yes. I really would have loved to like see his interaction with like Tony Stark and,
0: um, it's true. very, very brief.
1: Yes. Uh, you know, another, like it would have been, it would have been just so cool to like see him interact with like a bunch of different characters from the MCU, but we didn't get to see that happen. There's still potential, you know, there's still the, there's still the multiverse. Um, even if you know john krasinski doesn't want to do it for the long term they can obviously have the fantastic four movies take place on a different earth and then you know with the stuff that is going on with the multiverse i mean they said that uh in doc they said in the end credit scene that uh dr strange actions had caused uh, a incursion incursion an incursion which is essentially when an entire time or entire like multiverse or like It's when universes
0: collide into each other.
1: Yeah, and the entire thing gets wiped.
0: You either either one of them kills the other one and just eliminates it, or they both crash into each other and both are gone.
1: Yeah, I mean, they said they caused that. So, I mean, you you realistically could have the Fantastic Four movies take place earlier on one of those Earths before the incursion happened, and then they're completely wiped. And then there you go. You have your Fantastic Four movies. You can recast mr fantastic uh as someone different on on uh earth 616 if john krasinski doesn't want to like sign on that type of contract you have your way to do it
0: i think the real thing that would get him on would be if they let him star in the fantastic four movie and if he directed the fantastic four movie i think that's the kind of stuff he wants to do right now i think if they if they let him if they let him do that, maybe he would consider the project. Bring and I actually in his think wife. It, would be, it would be good. Quiet Place is good.
1: Yeah, bring in his wife. And uh, yeah, I, I think that they should. Buddy, uh, you want to play the kid? Or uh, wh- who's the other guy? Johnny Storm? Johnny Storm. Um, I don't know his name, but JJ from Outer Banks is my casting for him.
0: That's your corner. You're taking it early.
1: Yeah. I don't have a casting for the thing yet. I mean, it's really just CGI, so it really could be anyone. They just have to look look kind of like Benjamin Grimm, who's, you know, a bigger bit of a bigger guy, you know. I feel like a lot of people could do it.
0: We should probably talk about Scarlet Witch. This was as it turns out the end of Scarlet Witch in the MCU, apparently supposedly supposedly the end of scarlet witch in the mcu i wrote down all of the all of this where all the avengers from age of ultron are at currently like how their stories have ended okay because that that kind of extends us a little bit it's not the original avengers but it extends it, it a little extends bit a little bit like, wanda does enough work over the course of the movies to i think we get to consider her in that like yeah. original avengers tier She's not in the group, but she's in that tier.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Tony and Cap, obviously. Tony sacrifices himself. Cap goes back, gets the good life, lives out his days. Black Widow, she sacrifices herself heroically. Same as Mm -hmm. Tony. Banner, he's still around. Thor's still around. Hawkeye's still around. Sam became Captain America. Wanda turns psycho evil villain murderer
1: dies that's how her story ends did you did you like it i actually did yeah uh, i feel like after wandavision um just her, her reasoning was solid i feel like you know she's kind of been through enough since age of ultron i mean the for her first introduction to the mcu and her brother dies um, in WandaVision, we kind of go back and we see like her parents die, and you know, the sad life that she's been through. Um, you know, she was experimented on with like after she got her like powers and stuff. So, you know, she's she's had it pretty rough, and then you know, losing her kids that she made up, but this dream world was very, very real to her. Uh, losing the love of her life, not once, but technically three times because Thanos brought him back and then killed him again. So he died twice right in front of her. And then she technically had to kill, kill him after, uh, you know, the, uh, her reality gets wiped. She's been through a lot. And, you know, some people like white vision is
0: still out there somewhere though.
1: That is true. And I was kind of hoping that like her, her story would come to an end with him. Uh, I was kind of hoping that, you know, he would, go back to like Wakanda and download the visions, like memory files and find her again. And dang, that could have been a good end of the Dr. Strange movie. That'd be nice. Calmed her down. If like the white vision showed up. If she, if she ends up being alive,
0: I think it's perfect for Dr. Three, Dr. Three strange. The the rom-com version,
1: the rom-com. Yeah. His vision comes back.
0: He's downloaded yep. the memory file. It's super sweet.
1: Yeah, that would have been it. He's def-
0: rebuilt. He's resurrected the, the, the tomb of the Scarlet Witch, That the throne of the Scarlet Witch that she's in at the end on. What's the Mount Wundegore? She's yeah. up on the big mount. There's the throne up there. He's resurrected it. Up on the walls. she walks in. He's got all their memories projected playing up on the walls. And then it's just this super sweet moment. He brings her back fans that everywhere
1: crying oh yeah everyone's sobbing yeah i don't know that yeah that would be good i do the rom-com version yeah the rom-com version you know she starts out leaning more you know towards like the witch direction like you know possessing the avengers like minds and she ends up you know you know leaning more towards being a hero we see where that got her the second she became a hero her brother died and that is where her loss really started i mean the the only times that she really didn't lose anything is when she was a villain so i mean she goes right back to what she knows not not just that she also had the dark hold taking over or you know influencing her decisions as well so you know, I, I, I like the ending that they gave her. Um, it was, it was an interesting twist. I was not expecting, you know, her to be the villain of the movie, but you know, after like a second of, of, you know, me being like in shock for a second, I, you know, I really just like adjusted to it. She fit the part perfectly. I mean, being a witch in, she did Elizabeth
0: Olsen's a great villain. She really crushed it.
1: She really did. And, you know, just being like a witch in like, a like a world of like wizards and like mystic arts. Like, you know, do you see a witch as like being the evil type of thing referring to herself as a witch again? Um, yeah. She, she played a very good villain. I, I liked it. I liked her performance a lot.
0: We said earlier how much this was like a super contained story in the greater MCU. So if you look at it as like a super contained story, just her as the villain in the movie, it's really good. Yeah. But if you, if, you start, if you start branching out, and now you're telling me what she went through with WandaVision's kind of erased, and this is kind of how the Avenger that we saw through all these movies that was fighting Thanos and saving half of humanity is now all of a sudden just on a murder rampage. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know how I feel.
1: I mean, even in Endgame, though, when she like walks up to Thanos, her eyes are red. And she just straight up says, you took everything from me, and she straight up tries to kill him, like pull his limbs apart. I That's mean Thanos, is, though. That's what they're supposed to be doing to Thanos. I mean, that is, but I mean, she kind of came in on a little bit of a war path, and then and then immediately after that goes and, you know, possesses an entire town to live out her reality. She had she had a like an extreme like psychotic break is really what it seemed like to me she she did not have a firm grasp on reality and she definitely had like a psychotic break um i don't know she kind of seemed evil and Endgame game to me like looking back at it like that was like the most powerful we've ever seen scarlet witch and she comes back with like like red eyes that's like the only thing we really see from her in the movie except at the end kind of talking when she was talking to clint she seems normal but you know, you just get those vibes. I got
0: to say, I do... Just, story aside, just getting Elizabeth Olson in that villain role is worth what happened they did to well. her in the movie because she's really, really good. Story, Story aside. Yes. Do you think... Do you think they got rid of her a little too soon? Do you think they could have saved her for some big stuff? She's obviously... Huge in bringing in mutants into the comics, bringing mutants in, bringing mutants out, doing both, but just in the ability to f- affect reality, the ability to affect the multiverse. Do you think they could have kept her around and had some bigger picture MCU uses for her instead of getting rid of her this early?
1: I mean, who says she's really gone?
0: It's fair. It's fair. It's
1: kind of it's how I'm going to reply to that question. And is, because-
0: it's a little open-ended.
1: It is open or ended. Not she's dead. also I mean along with that I mean she Wanda literally said in the movie, you know she dreamwalks and has seen every like in every universe Wanda has kids except her, so there's an infinite amount of Wandas out there and there's an infinite amount of what is it Billy and Timmy I think um Tommy, Billy and Tommy. There's an infinite Billy and infinite, infinite Billies and Tommies out in the multiverse. So
0: it seemed like, though, they were insinuating because she was saying she is the only version of herself in the multiverse that is not living this happy family life. Yeah. So maybe she is the only like super powered version of herself and she destroys the dark hole and all the dimensions.
1: So to me, it seemed uh Because the because the one Wanda that she dreamwalked and possessed, as soon as the dream the dream hold or whatever was lifted off of her, she was like, My kids, and she like used her powers to like fly out of there. That's true. That's true. Every Wanda, I think, has powers. So they could bring her back from any multiverse. I think the one that um got possessed and like Wanda dreamwalked through her and then came back and, you know, beat her up the second time. She now knows the multiverse is existent, so that could cause her to, you know, like, look more into the mystic arts again. Doesn't she take much the only, for the dark hold to get you. She no is only the only no.
0: uh the only Scarlet Witch level Wanda out there. Yes, she's the most powerful one.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: The multiverse, this is where the multiverse stuff gets a little bit scary. This is like where the CW, like Arrowverse, like the Flash shows and yeah. Supergirl and all that stuff. This is kind of where they start to fall apart a little bit. This is definitely where the Flash fell apart. Yeah. When they just start, and I get it, it is the multiverse, you can get away with it. But when you just start bringing in other, you can just kill them off and just bring in other people. Yeah. Bring in a new Harrison Wells, kill them off, bring in a new one. They could just They just keep reaching into other Earths and killing them, killing them off and bringing them in. You just yep. like you lose like that emotional gravity to a character like you want to see the same guy survive and fight through. Yeah. You know, all that all that's not stuff. a
1: different version of the same guy as much as we love the actor.
0: Yeah. And I, I, I get you can get away with it when you're doing multiverse stuff, but I hope they don't go overboard with that stuff. I agree. I agree. We'll hit one last guy. A couple, I guess, we'll, a couple other people that weren't in the in the movie, but were theorized. A lot of people thought we'd get some Tobey Maguire Spider-Man action. I was didn't, hearing that as well. Didn't end up happening. Some Deadpool buzz.
1: There was some Deadpool buzz. There ultimately was bu- nothing. Nothing. Nothing around Deadpool would have been very, very cool. Um,
0: and it would have been. I think it would have been simple. A Deadpool post credit scene would have been way better than that guy. The second one then we got the second one with the guy punching himself in the face, finally stopping.
1: Yeah, major waste of time.
0: Yeah, just do it. Bring in Deadpool. I because I thought he was supposed to be the new like Stan Lee. He was gonna be appearing and doing the cameos in all the movies. That's what
1: honestly, you could even just like that's what was out on the internet, anyways. Just use like Ryan Reynolds's voice or something. We would know. We would know it's Deadpool.
0: Yeah, off screen. Ryan Reynolds off screen pulling up to buy the pizza balls.
1: Yeah, something like that. You know, like that would be sick. Easy. Light work. Yeah.
0: Other there was some other mutants outside Perfect's It's like Wolverine. If we were going to get real crazy, there's going to be like a Wolverine cameo. Shang-Chi. I went ahead and rewatched Shang-Chi before this movie because they bring in Wong at the end in the post credit scene.
1: Yep. And he so I wrote I wrote them in I wrote at- him
0: down on the chance. I mean they it
1: seemed like they were going to connect it there and I was yeah. hoping
0: the 10 rings are pretty cool. That really would have been really cool if you would have like
1: helped them fight Wanda, but I feel like he would have died. And that's not really where they wanted to go with it, so.
0: He does have like mystic powers he can tap into though. Adam Hydra, I just kind of have her written down for everything. Kind of just she just pops up. She just she's just around. She's got tabs on everybody. She probably has better tabs on people than honestly than Doctor Strange does. She's probably more locked in.
1: Probably. She knows Doctor Strange.
0: Doctor Strange doesn't even know who Thanos is. When Bruce Banner comes crashing into the sanctum in Infinity War, and he's oh, Thanos is coming. Thanos
1: is coming. He's like, Who? Who?
0: This is the source. this is the source for a Supreme. This is the guy that's got the list of all the all the people that are a threat to their Earth, and the guy coming yeah. after the stone on his neck, you don't know about. Come on, Doctor Strange, keep up.
1: I don't Madam think Madam, Madam Hydra. Hydra I, don't don't think no- I don't think she would. I don't think she would have known about Thanos either. She's just a regular lady who's slightly annoying.
0: Okay, the last person we'll hit, wrapping up, Doctor Strange. She pops in at the end. She's not in the movie, but she appears in the post-credit scene. Clea, who we both don't know a lot about, but if you take a quick Wikipedia Marvel fandom deep dive on her, what do
1: you what not do we know? Not even really about? a deep dive. Really. Not even a deep
0: dive. Just skim through it.
1: What do, yeah. what, do, what do we know? She's
0: connected with the
1: dark dimension. Connected with the dark dimension. She is the niece of Dormammu. Um, villain in the first Doctor Strange, yes. Which it also looked like she could open a portal to the dark dimension in the scene as well. That's that's what
0: that was. That definitely was not. That was in like another multiverse, like ripping. I don't the think multiverse it was.
1: Thing. I mean, it kind of looked to me like the dark dimension, but it also like yeah, it, it definitely did. It and it I mean, that's either, Dormammu. She's the know, base, this, so. If you again, like if you Wikipedia dive, it says that she's like a half dark dimensional mortal. So, like, I would assume that she could, like, travel in between the two pretty like, easily.
0: And she's also not only is she close with Dormammu in the dark dimension, very close with our man Stephen Strange.
1: She is she becomes his wife eventually at one point. They're married. She does yes. And then she eventually becomes the sorcerer supreme. She takes Wong's spot as the sorcerer supreme.
0: She takes that's, Doctor that's, Strange's
1: that's, spot as the sorcerer supreme. Not right the, now. Not right now, yeah. Not right now. But yeah, I think I think they end up getting a divorce eventually, but they were married. They did get married. And I don't know too much. I know that she, yeah, did, like, take the mantle of uh, of, Sor- of Sorcerer Supreme. And, you know, the direction Marvel's going is they're kind of giving our people three movies and then replacing them. So, you know, potential, like, future candidate for a Doctor Strange movie. Because, um, you know, I think she would, like, take up kind of that, like, Doctor Strange mantle if they decided to go that route. Doctor Strange was once buying tuna melts for Wong cuz
0: he couldn't afford them. Now he bows to him. He's the the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, Clea what it, from what we just from what we quickly learned about her, it is a little confusing what she's doing at the end of this movie.
1: Yeah, cuz if I know we'll like have a, time in
0: the future to real really deep dive into it, but yeah just instant reaction it's kind of like wait dark dimension like dark ripping dealing in, with incursions and stuff i don't know incursion. the incursions part maybe but dark dimension and dormammu bringing that back they already dealt yeah. with that in the
1: first one they did but they didn't they didn't like you know take care of it exactly like they just they just sent him away in the first one they didn't you can't exactly say, you know, they took care of him. He's, like, one of the most, like, powerful beings in the MCU. So, like, they dealt with, like, the bigger, like, form of him, but he still has, like, a condensed, like, human form that we haven't seen yet. So we could, like, see that make, like, an appearance. I don't exactly know. Like, I kind of, you know, hope that they don't use him as, like, the villain for a third for the third doctor strange movie cuz you know it's just repetitive
0: agreed agreed
1: yeah but use it, like bringing her bringing her in you know maybe if she does like take over the the mantle or whatever fourth doctor strange movie and she's you know battling her uncle or something like that that could that could work um you could also use like he like i said he's like really powerful you could use him as like more of like a like an Avengers villain, or you know, they're bringing in like the Inhumans. They could use him for that. They could use um, they could use him for the Fantastic Four. They could use. I mean, there's there's a lot of like, open potential for that now that they're, bringing her in and just leaving it, open ended as well. Like it's not, like you said, it's like confusing as to like what she's doing. So it's not like we have like a, a good idea of you know what's going on so they have a pretty like they have like they could take it pretty much any route at this point
0: it just seems like like we were saying earlier that we were kind of expecting the ending of this movie and the post-credit scenes to be setting up multiverse kang like you were you were theorizing a loki appearance in yeah post-credit scene but just something in that direction and it just does not seem like Clea is something that goes in that direction.
1: No, it feels like it It goes more towards the third Doctor Strange movie, like not towards like anything bigger picture. Which, yeah, like I guess is kind of confusing because, you know, like the title of the movie is Multiverse of Madness and we didn't really get, we got a lot of like insight into the multiverse, but not a lot of insight into like the future of it. I guess you could say. There's
0: going to be a lot of is Doctor Strange the new Tony Stark of the Avengers? There's gonna be a lot of that talk coming out of this movie. Yeah. Maybe they're just maybe they're just being like, hey, Doctor Strange is his own thing and he's part of the old Avengers, and we're going forward with all this new stuff. Yeah. This um, movie was pretty contained, and if like your theorizing is right, and Clea it would seem make sense to just point toward the doctor strange direction. You know, they're not doing things to give him like they're not moving the story through him, which is what you would do with Tony Stark and cap and stuff. The story of the Avengers move through the main guys. It's not moving. Yeah, through he's
1: kind of staying, staying like independent at this point. And it really seems like, you know, like in the end game. It's, it's Scott Lang that brings it, brings like the attention to him. Um, Kind of seems like it's going to be Lang again, like and and Loki in a way, because they still haven't brought in Loki. But, you know, Kang's first appearance is rumored to be in Quantumania. So and that's the that's the next movie that comes out after Thor.
0: It's Black Panther, Thor, Black Panther at the end of the year. And then Quantumania. Quantumania is February 2023 right now.
1: I just don't think they're going to do anything else with the multiverse in, in uh, Thor or, or Black Black Panther. Panther. Definitely not.
0: I agree. Um, If you look, if you look at just the year 2022, the Marvel movies that are came out and are going to come out and you look at 2023, it does seem like if Ant-Man's the first one in 2023 and then, you know, fantastic four slated soon after that, there's a guardians movie, which takes us out into space. That yep. they're starting off with Ant-Man with Kang. So maybe that is when we start getting the real future of the MCU push. Right. It's 2022, you know, we got black widow, Spider-Man, Dr. Strange. We're getting black Panther. We're getting Thor. It's a lot of familiar familiarity besides Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi is the new one, but a lot of the people that we used to know, and maybe they're just waiting and getting sort of the, second and third movies and re- planning out and rebooting the next phase. Maybe they're waiting for the next year to real, really start pushing, pushing the story forward.
1: Right. I mean, yeah, it's very, very possible. I think that and it starts with that Ant-Man movie. I think it is going to start with the Ant-Man movie. I think I'm just kind of questioning if they're going to use like the quantum realm to is like the quantum realm, like independent of the multiverse. Like it is, like it was like it was used for time travel it was also independent of the infinity stones which are like only impactful in their own universe but scott lang was like completely like immune to it so like is the quantum realm like its own like area in the multiverse is that like where things are gonna originate i don't know i mean the movie's called quantum mania and i just felt like something with Kang would have dealt more with the multiverse than the quantum realm. So yeah, we're going to have to find out. It and is do- clearly
0: connected to time though. And time in the multiverse. I mean, they use the quantum realm to travel time. So maybe tra- time travel and traveling the multiverse are really not that far apart. Maybe it's somewhat similar. I mean, hopping universe to universe is tough. I mean, that's why America Chavez powers are so valuable. Right but it you know space and time it is all related i'm not science enough to explain it to lay it out we can get neil degrat neil degrass tyson to do that for you or some smart guy but it could I all would- be it could all be connected so maybe there's some other use for the quantum realm that yeah we just don't know now
1: yeah i think we're going to i think we're going to have to see maybe it's I mean, because again, I, I know, I think i brought up like in the past that I think MODOK is rumored for Quantumania as well. And MODOK is like associated with the whole like AIM association, which is like a whole nother group like Hydra. Maybe they're, maybe they like are taking advantage and they realize like the multiverse is cracking. So they're trying to bring through, I mean, like maybe MODOK is trying to bring through other versions of himself and just brings through Kang instead i don't
0: know is aim an iron man too
1: that's a good question
0: what's the organization that uh
1: that justin, that justin hammer, hammer works runs? for
0: here we'll get i we'll get it. Is it, it not
1: on it. is it not hammer tech
0: oh well it couldn't pull it up we don't pay the it department very well
1: yeah well, so it's, it's no surprise I think we're gonna roll with Hammer Tech though. I think it's Hammer Tech because it's Justin Hammer, and I think he he has his own like separate corporation. I don't I don't feel like I've ever heard anything about AIM.
0: You've seen the movie. We've talked it out. Final ratings. I guess we don't we don't have a name for our rating scale yet. We'll do like the champ meter or something. I don't I don't know what we'll call it. We'll come up with a title for it.
1: Yeah, we'll figure something out.
0: But your rating, decimals allowed. Be as specific as you would like.
1: Overall All score. Right. I think I'm. I'm gonna give it. I think I'm gonna give it a solid, just a solid nine overall. I wanted to. I wanted to do like an eight point nine, but for some reason that just feels too low. Um. A nine, like-
0: an A level movie
1: yeah an a-level movie for sure it's it's definitely up there i liked like the different elements that they used in the movie and you could tell that it was like a different different type of marvel movie so i like i like those like elements about it um i liked a lot of the scenes and the shots in it so yeah i think i give it a nine and back to you
0: does this did did you have to like think about where this lands in your Marvel movie rankings at all? I cuz personally personally I did I did not. I did not have to go like rethink what I think about some of the movies after this. Like I knew I the Doctor Doctor Strange one. I love that movie. Like Black Panther and Civil War and stuff. Like it to me it was not like I was I wasn't like scratching my head thinking about it there.
1: Yeah. But a 9 is pretty high. Yeah, I think I could very easily, like, you know, put it on a tier list with other movies. I don't I, I guess I haven't exactly like thought out where it where it falls. I feel like it could pretty easily take a spot in my like back 10 for sure, because I know like my my top five are pretty like set in stone. But I feel like my like back five kind of are a bit like interchangeable depending on, you know, what I've been watching. Um so I feel like I feel like, you know, as like the list changes around as I see it a couple more times, I feel like it could definitely like sit sit on that back half.
0: If it's gonna crack your top ten, we might have to uh next time you might come on, we might be doing a list updated with the phase four movies.
1: We definitely should. We definitely should. I this think... would be
0: uh this would be a good movie to see where we would have. Because I was not as high as you. I would yeah. probably go maybe like an like an 80 I'll give it an 81 an, 8. an 8.1 1. it's good that's a
1: fair rating like a what's that like a b
0: cuz you're right it's we've said it a, a couple times it's a totally unique you know it's their first attempt at a horror movie yep it's yep, incredibly it. fun it's the first like examination of the multiverse it's doctor strange Benedict Cumberbatch who is awesome in his role and Elizabeth Olsen who's awesome in their role and so it's just it's gonna be a good movie to watch
1: yeah I mean something I will say it's like kind of for the first time like in at least a little while it finally feels like it's like an actual solo movie again um I agree I felt the same thing yeah because it actually felt like it was you know Doctor Strange it wasn't because, I mean, like, even, like, you know, No Way Home is a Spider-Man movie. But, you know, something about Doctor Strange being there is just, like, a little bit off-putting.
0: And two other franchises.
1: And two other franchises as well. Yeah. It's just, like, a bit off-putting. It's not, like, I'm saying, like, it's a bad thing. I thought it was awesome and, like, really cool. And the movie is obviously great and very widely loved. But, you know, like, this one, this one did feel more more like f- focus back in like on one one character it feels like we were like looking at the big picture but like also taking a step back and slowing it down at the same time
0: and for Doctor Strange specifically I mean when the first one came out in what 2016 yeah and it's 2022 and I mean partially partially COVID but just in the timeline of the movies, I mean, the movie was not slotted to come out. You know, pre Endgame, it definitely was yeah. going to come out before the second Spider-Man movie and a couple other movies that followed. So it was just going to be a long time before it got done.
1: It wasn't going to come out before the Disney Plus shows either.
0: True, because it needed it needed Wandavision to.
1: It would have been a completely different set movie up. without without the Disney Plus shows. But Black Black Widow is a solo movie
0: but a character we've seen before shang chi's a solo movie but a new character so yeah. to get that second movie with the character that we know we haven't gotten nice. we, we haven't gotten that in a while
1: it was good yeah it was i feel like i feel like it'll be kind of the same with this thor movie as well but i don't know something the about- thor movie
0: okay we'll do the we'll do a post credit scene to the Doctor Strange review a little thor hype give it to us
1: i don't know i mean i i think there is just like there's a lot to be there's a lot to be excited about i mean you can even just kind of see in the in the trailer like there's things that are pulled directly from the comics shots that are pulled directly from the comics um it feels like it's going to be another movie kind of like Ragnarok where it's just like fun like it's not it, it doesn't feel like it's again like focused on the big picture it's just like Thor's journey and like it, it feels like it's just gonna kind of be like a a more like fun like adventure movie I'm really I'm, I'm definitely I'm really excited for it and I'm I'm excited to see Bale in in a villain role I think that's gonna be really interesting and obviously he's like a really good actor so it's exciting to see what he's gonna like bring to the table
0: Bale not in the trailers but we know confirmed for the movie. Not e- yes. have hasn't even done like a real like superhero even like pseudo superhero action movie role since The Dark Knight Rises. So it'll be fun to see him back in that world.
1: Yeah, it'll be very interesting. The fourth ever or the first ever fourth, fourth movie. Solo movie, yeah.
0: But really the second movie cuz this is second Taika Waititi Thor movie. And yeah. the first one a soft reset. One of the best, best movies that the MCU has put out. The trailer gives us no reason to think that this one's going to be any worse. It looks yeah. really, really good. It's got the Guardians in it, which I mean, we saw from Infinity War that there's just no way that that goes wrong. That's hilarious.
1: That chemistry is awesome.
0: So it's, it'll be exciting. It'll be exciting. That's the next big thing we have movie wise for the MCU coming out. April yes. music draft. Are you ready?
1: I'm always ready.
0: I'm going to be okay. honest, I feel like I feel like I kind of got you in the last one. And wait, wait, hey wait, wait. Uh, before you before you respond. I said April music draft. You may remember the last time we did this, we said quarterly, annually, some kind of music draft that didn't make any sense it's too good we just decided to go ahead and just do it every month yeah why not it's way easier that way so as it as it as it is the last month that just happened is april so we're doing the april music draft okay now you can respond
1: obviously preparing for the the may one looking back at my picks from last time I feel like you ended up getting like a lot of the, a lot of the, a couple of the ones that I did really want.
0: Well, I, the thing is, I got the juice song, which was, that was the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. It really was. was. The the best, the best song of all of them. I got the first pick I was able to get, Cigarettes by Juice World, number one. I mean, that's going to make any list that I have better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I had to take the, the, the chain smokers as a first, which I mean, Strong, very strong. It's strong, yeah, but it's not, it's not juice. That's for sure.
0: Well, fortunately for you, I said I had the first pick last time. I'll go ahead and give you the first pick this time. And I got to say, this is a bad, bad month for you to have the first pick because I really, really, really want the first pick. And my yeah. list is going to kind of fall apart if I don't have the first pick but because I had the first pick last time, you get the first pick this time. So
1: there's nothing I can
0: do about it. The rules are set.
1: Yep. Okay. All right. So for my first pick, I honestly didn't think I was going to get it. So I had it lower on the list, but um, new song. I don't remember exactly. I think it was late April. It came out by an artist who had not dropped in a while. I know it's one that we both like. It is Thousand Miles by The Kid LaRoy. Was that your first fortunately
0: it was not my first but it was i had like a couple of them because i knew you had the first pick so i couldn't have an obvious number one so i had to have a couple that i was ready to take that was one of the ones i was going to take if it was on the board
1: for sure for
0: sure
1: i'm gonna assume your your first pick is what i had at number one
0: yeah i think i think uh the top of our lists are pretty similar yeah, like I said, I had a couple songs ready to go for that spot. I think there is like for us, anyways, like two or three really, really strong songs. So Kid Laroi is one of them, of course, and yes, a solo song. Kid Laroi a lot of times pops off with a collab, but this one just straight Kid Laroi, really good, real he like emotional.
1: It. Not oh yeah, so much on the rapper
0: well. side of Kid yeah, Leroy. and it was
1: long awaited as well. It felt very long awaited so
0: when was the last time he dropped besides that it was his most what is his most recent thing because did he have a I guess stay he had stay obviously but
1: yeah that was in that was in JB's album maybe there's just so much
0: music dropping now that it feels like
1: yeah and then he before that before that he dropped love three and then I think that's that's, a, that's all.
0: The last summer was really the last time. Stay was the last time. Dropped in July last year was, the, was
1: probably it? the last thing
0: he had out. Okay, I have the number two pick. Like you said, I think you already know what it is. Yeah. We're going to be doing these music drafts a lot, so you guys are going to kind of get to know what we like. And if you knew what we liked, you knew what I would be picking. I'm taking Skyline by Khalid. Khalid, excuse me. Yeah. Shame on you. Skyline by DJ Khaled's a much different different song. Yeah, guys, (laughs) Skyline by Khalid is really really good.
1: It really is. Yeah, that that was definitely. Yeah, it was one of my top two. Like that was that was uh, it was tough to to decide between the two, but I feel like I feel like my second pick. You weren't. Gonna take it all. um
0: from- Yeah, I feel like it. the The field really opens up here.
1: Yeah, I really do.
0: Those were gonna be one and two, because yeah. if you took Skyline, I was gonna take a thousand miles.
1: Yep. So those well, were gonna be one and
0: two, regardless.
1: Yeah. All right, and then my next pick is half tea, half beast from T Grizzly's new album this month. The entire album was actually really, really good, but this was the first song in the album and. Um, as far as first songs go, I mean this one's really gonna hook you in and really show you what the album's about, so yeah, that one's obviously like slightly different from uh from yours your music taste, so I feel like that's a pretty safe pretty safe bet.
0: I had a couple of different songs from the T Grizzly album down. I did have. Half T half beast. Yeah, I said I also had a uh, bust it all down as well.
1: That's a good one. That was a good one.
0: I would, I you know, I was gonna nab T Grizzly at some point, but T Grizzly off the board with half T half beast with your third pick. Month. Okay, so now I gotta think strategy here a little bit. I gotta try to analyze because there's a, a couple that I think you're not gonna touch. I think. You'll, I'll be okay. So I might save those. Oh, there's a couple on the board here. Since I took from this artist in the last, I'm gonna pass on the one on my list that I took in the last. I'm gonna take a new one. I'm taking "In My Head" by Little TJ. That was a good one. With my second pick. All right. Let me think. That's kind me... of in the line of the, uh, like the 24K Golden song. Uh, more oh, Than yeah. Friends, where he kind of remixes the older song a little bit. Yep. It's really good. I don't know if that's, that's probably something that's been done a lot. But that song, and then little TJ dropping his song as well. It's kind of like a cool little trend. I
1: Yeah, no, I, I like more, it.
0: I hope more people
1: do it. Okay, yeah, that was a good one. I, did, I didn't even have that one written down. Okay, well, I told you I was going to take this one last month. I guess technically this or yeah, I guess it would have been last month. Um, I did take from this artist last time, but it is a feature as well. So um, my pick is moth to a flame by Swedish house mafia and the weekend. This is one you'll definitely like hear on the radios and stuff. This is like a, a pop song at best and it is extremely good.
0: Swedish house mafia, not, always dropping music.
1: Has it, it might've actually have been a long
0: time for them, right?
1: It has. uh, And honestly, the rest of the album isn't like, I gave it a listen. It's not, it's not really a listen. If I'm being honest, unless you're more into like the, the like dubstep type of music, there's not a lot of words in it. Um, We, we do prefer words in our music. We do. Yeah. I mean, I prefer it. Yeah. So, yeah, not for me. That was not my album, but... Especially you know,
0: when those words are the weekend.
1: Exactly. The voice of an angel. A young prince.
0: This is your third. My third pick. Passed yes. on him in the last round. Will not pass on him again. Taking.
1: It's a good one. Is that April? The album? Yeah.
0: Was it? I can double check. We can get IT on it. Here, we'll double check.
1: I thought the singles were April. The album was early May.
0: It is. Okay, that's good. I got I got other picks.
1: Okay, with the third pick. I'll let, you have, I'll let you have that one. I'll let you have no, no, that no, one. I'll let you have that one in no. May. You can have it in May since you called it this month. Oh, no, no, so, no. It's
0: okay. It's okay. I just I'm I'm planning out what I can do here. Let's see. Let's see. Cause I got I got three picks left. I got two off my board that I really, really like. That thousand miles is killing me though. I really wanted that one. That's such a good one. I'm gonna go for the streams, the sales, the numbers. I'm gonna represent the fans with this pick. If we're just ranking popularity a song, I'm I'm adding I'm adding another piece to my my board. I got some songs I like. I got some songs that are popular. I'm gonna just go ahead and take Harry Styles' new single, as it was.
1: Haven't even heard it. <laughs> Is it good? Yeah, it's it's good. It's good. I thought about I honestly thought about I didn't think about taking Harry Styles. I thought about taking um, Lizzo's though. The good is um, also good. Also yeah, good. About damn time. I'm not. Uh, well, I don't know. Don't okay, be th-
0: can't be saying saying picks,
1: but yeah, also, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be calling good. them out, but yeah, that's a good song.
0: There are some songs on the board that I do do like, but nothing, nothing honestly that I'm like really, really crazy to grab. So I got no. two. I got two songs that I really really like. So if we're putting these lists up on a graphic, now all of a sudden I got Harry Styles on there. You do. I
1: mean,
0: that's going to draw people to my side.
1: It's true, but I think I'll just fire right back at you here because I'm going to take Two Step by Ed Sheeran and Little Baby. Um, yeah,
0: fair, fair. Yeah,
1: take that, was gonna be, that was
0: going to be that was going to be my next my next pick.
1: Yeah, I knew I had to take it. Um, Yeah, I take people from get some people from the pop and the rap. Uh, It is a really good song, though. They actually combo really well. You wouldn't think so, but they really do. Ed
0: Sheeran always sneaky combos well with guys you think he wouldn't because he's seriously collabed with uh, Khalid, collabed with Travis Scott. The The one with Travis Scott's pretty good. Which one's that? I don't. I honestly don't know what it's called, but I remember it, yeah. it being pretty decent. I mean, you wouldn't put Travis Scott and Ed Sheeran together, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, not usually. I mean, I wouldn't. I yeah.
0: So back at it. Back at it with the. Back at it with Lil baby.
1: Back at it with Lil baby. My God.
0: I could really, really win some people over, and just full commit. If I just go ahead and take Justin Bieber's new single. Honest. Featuring Don Tolliver.
1: That one was pretty good.
0: This the Beebs. L-
1: you took the Biebs. Okay. It's got Bieber's
0: face on it. My list is uh, supreme right now. Your list is
1: looking solid. Your list is looking solid. All right. I guess for my last... I'm honestly just gonna take one that I really like. Um, this is like a popular, like he's kind of like low-key popular. Um, but like his songs have really started to grow on me. And I saw he dropped this month, so I'm gonna put him on my list. I'm gonna take Lie Again by Giveon. And yeah, I feel like that's a good way to wrap it up. I feel like that's a good a good uh, a good caboose to my train.
0: It is. I have also been put onto that guy recently. People have been recommending. Yeah, he's good. And yeah, he is good. I agree. I agree. You check check it out. Honestly, should have been higher. Should have probably have been over any of the any of the songs that um, we just picked. I will definitely be playing that song more than the other songs that I just picked. <laughs> I will, however, be making more TikToks with as it was than I will be with the other songs sure. I, hope I have the, those. I do have that on my side as well final uh, pick it's for on me I my
1: side if you show me them.
0: final pick for me now now we're really in some some deep trouble we could go we could just keep going the popular route we could uh we could go the artists we really like but the song was maybe not our favorite route We could do that. We could go the... We really like the song. Yeah. We will. Here, let me just... uh, I'll take the song, but really, it's the the whole EP by this guy. Drops four songs together in a small album called If Not Now, When. And my personal favorite of those four, I'm taking... Back from London Freestyle by a little artist named Russ. Perhaps you've heard of him. I have. Pretty good. Fan of his music. He's probably my favorite combo, best song, favorite artist left on my board. So I'm just going to go ahead and take that, do what you did, and just round out the list with a personal favorite. Back from London Freestyle, but shout out to the If Not Now When album by Russ.
1: Yeah, that's that's a good one.
0: Have you heard? Have you listened to those four? No. Recommend. Highly recommend.
1: I'll have to. I'll have to give it a listen. Let me think. I did not really have anything else, like anything, anything else too impressive on my on mine for this month. I felt like there was some good stuff this month, but I feel like now that we're like moving into May, if like now the good stuff is really starting to drop
0: and not to offend the work of the great Harry Styles or the great Ed Sheeran or the great Justin Bieber because as we know people love them their uh, bank accounts will tell us that but yep in on in the Spotify Apple music culture I would say not a strong month for music releases not not better than the, the first three we got anyways. The first three are pretty loaded. Yeah. Pretty loaded. So April, I mean, it's May now. We're going to be getting into summer. So it will, it will be picking up. It will be picking up. April's just bound to be a slow month. It just is how it is. But to recap, the April music draft. A couple of bangers off the board right away. 1,000 miles to you, the champ, Quinn. You had the first pick. 1,000 miles by Kid Leroy. You also yes. took half T, half Beast. By T Grizzly, Moth to a Flame, Swedish House, Swedish House Mafia featuring the weekend. You took two-step Ed Sheeran featuring Little Baby. And you also took Lie Again by Giveon. I went second. I had the second pick. Skyline mm-hmm. by Khalid. In my head, Lil' TJ. As it was, Harry Styles. Honest, Justin Biebs, featuring Don Tolliver, back from London Freestyle, off the If Not Now When album by Russ. That is your April 2022 music draft. That is your Doctor Strange recap. Before we go, champ, we haven't discussed on the pod your Lions, the NFL drafts, like, two weeks passed at this point but your lions big centerpiece of the draft they had the second pick they had the 30 second pick ended up trading up they grabbed hutchinson with the second Jamison williams with the 12th how you feeling about how you feeling about the lions after the draft
1: I'm feeling confident i feel like i feel like what we took is very like strong fundamentals for what we need to you know rebuild their team obviously we we didn't end up taking a quarterback which I did did want but you know looking back at it you know defense is a fundamental part of the game um so we did focus on taking a defender I thought when we were going to trade up or I thought when we traded up we were going to trade up for a quarterback we grabbed a receiver to pair with Amon Ross St. Brown and you know I feel like this year I'm not gonna be one of those fans that says this is our year because I don't think it is. Clearly, but, I mean, it's the Detroit Lions, let's be honest. It's the Detroit Lions. So- yes. Sorry,
0: champ, but you did it's win three true. games last year.
1: We did. We might go. We might win four
0: this year. As good as Aiden Hutchinson is, as much as I love him, my man repping mm. Rep the maize and blue, awesome career Heisman Trophy finalists. I will always side with Aiden Hutchinson, but he's not going to Make you say this is our year. No. When you no. draft him second overall and you don't have a quarterback. When you guys move from the 32nd, you move up to 12. At that point, we've gone through the top 10, no quarterbacks off the board. You're moving up to 12. We're watching with a bunch of people. Everybody in the room thinks Malik Willis is going off the board there, correct? Did you, the Lions fan, think they were going to go quarterback when they traded up?
1: I was hoping so. Honestly, I thought I was just kind of thinking with where we were at. I thought, you know, if we were going to trade up, the smartest move would be to take a quarterback because I was content with 32nd and then we had 34. I was content. We could have taken we could have taken Mike Coral at 32. Malik Willis fell all the way to what, like 40, 48, went to the Titans. I mean, in reality, you could have had anybody you wanted it
0: at 32 because
1: yeah, we all the guys
0: have. ended up sliding. Besides Kenny Pickett, it ended up sliding into the third round.
1: And we didn't want Kenny Pickett anyway. So
0: no, no, we if 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 we had to go quarterback in this draft,
1: we I wanted would have Malik, preferred Willis. Malik
0: Willis or Ritter, not not Kenny Pickett. So honestly, that was the big reaction after they selected Jamison Williams was okay. It's it's not Kenny Pickett we're good.
1: Like yeah, it's not Kenny Pickett, you know, an exciting rookie receiver to watch, another exciting rookie re- receiver to watch, but on the on the flip side, not the best quarterback to pair them with. But, you know, we also have Swift to put put the ball put the ball in his hands, so get things moving. If so. I were
0: if I were to give you some hope as a Lions fan, I would say so the Bengals were just just in the Super Bowl. They built They're their team by a receiver, drafting a receiver, but they drafted a quarterback, Joe Burrow. Yes, they they draft in the top five, not only a wide receiver, not only a generationally talented wide receiver, but a wide receiver that was teammates with Joe Burrow. I mean, you're obviously not a huge college football fan. But Jamison Williams, he's coming out of Alabama. If we're looking to next year's draft, which is the Lions did not take a quarterback in this year's draft because they will be taking one in next year's draft, because you guys will be picking high enough to take a quarterback again. That seems like the plan. So you will be taking a quarterback. Jamison Williams comes from Alabama. One of the top quarterbacks in next year's draft will be Alabama quarterback Bryce Young. And there is a potential that you're building this team reverse Cincinnati Bengals style. You got the receiver. Jamison Williams this year and next year you get the quarterback you get Bryce Young
1: that would be exciting
0: hopefully Jamison Williams one can stay healthy and two hopefully he is uh, also like Jamar Chase a generational talent those are the hopefully
1: hopefully he's a force those are the stipulations because we need it we really do
0: not bad not bad the Colts obviously did not not have a first round pick because we decided to have Carson Wentz instead. Ultimately, really, what happened was if you like put all the pieces together, it's bas- they basically trade back from 42 to they trade back from 16 to 42 to get Matt Ryan. Yeah. That's basically, basically what happened. I don't know how I feel about it. We will, uh, we'll see. We may be doing a little more in depth, in depth draft content here so uh stay tuned for that champ it's a pleasure as always always a pleasure the marvel stuff you know you know we go to we always go to the champ quinn
1: we always uh
0: prefer having the best in the business when we're doing this so we appreciate you coming on
1: oh i appreciate you
0: next time